It's winter, and you can now get almost anything you need for the coldest months of the year delivered with Uber Eats. What do we mean by almost? Well, you can't get a ski slope delivered, but you can get dish soap delivered. Sunshine, that's a no. But a bottle of wine, that's a yes. A snow angel, sorry, no. But angel hair pasta, Uber Eats can definitely get you that. Get almost, almost anything delivered with Uber Eats. Order now. Alcohol and select markets. Product availability may vary by region. See app for details. AirPods Pro with adaptive audio. Automatically keeps out the sounds you don't want to hear so you can listen to your music. And lowers your music to let in the sounds you do need to hear. Hi there. Hi, what can I get you? I'll have a strawberry mango coconut probiotic smoothie with wheatgrass. Anything else? Extra wheatgrass. Here you go. AirPods Pro with adaptive audio. Available on AirPods Pro second generation when enabled. This episode is brought to you by Allstate. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings vary and are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. Jeff, why am I always out? Ludicrous, did you say play rollout? What? No, Jeff, order more. Finding directions to nearest diamond store. Shop for Jif. Hip-hop for kids. Buy Jif peanut butter. Got it. Adding Jif to your cart. Yeah, now we're talking. Jif peanut butter. It's that Jiffing good. Ludacris confused his voice assistant for it. Welcome on into your Bruins postgame recap brought to you by the Fans First Sports Network and the Big Bad Bees Podcast Network. I'm Jake Reiser, and it's Monday, April 17th. Happy Marathon Monday, everybody. I hope that y'all had a good special day. Whoever you were tracking with the marathon, if you were running, congratulations on running. If you were drinking, congratulations on drinking. If you were watching the Red Sox, I'm sorry. The Boston Bruins were ready, though. Round one, game one against the Florida Panthers. Although, let me backtrack. I don't know how ready the Bruins were because there is a bug going around that Bruins locker room. Luckily, it only sacrificed one member of the squad. Unfortunately, that member of the squad was Patrice Bergeron. So no cap for game one. And the Bruins still prevail. Final score, three to one. Lots of unsung heroes in this one. I want to talk first about Pavel Zaka, the guy who stepped into that first line center role, who just is the man. He, in the midst of his career year that he's had in Boston so far, this might have been his biggest test to step all the way up to that top line, playing with Marshawn and DeBrusque. And yeah, there was some wing rotation here and there as the game went along, but I think that Zaka did an excellent job on that top line, just winning pucks, uh, jamming up the neutral zone in the middle of the ice. He played a phenomenal game tonight. Hats off to him. Another guy who I have to give a lot of credit to tonight is Tyler Bertuzzi, who is 
quickly becoming, I think, not just one of my favorites, but a fan favorite all around. Two assists tonight, one on the um, initial goal. The power play is doing things. What an instinctive pass by Tyler Bertuzzi to hit David Pasternak for the wide open net for the Bruins opening goal. And then he gets a second assist later in the game as well. And you know what? I don't I don't even want to talk about that assist. I want to talk about what he does in the third period with Nick Cousins' stick. Kind of chicken wings it a little. Manages to grab it, brings it to the bench, tries to snap it, then just tosses it aside. Like, the dude is just hysterical. Like, you want to be a shit heel, you do it the right way like that. And if you can do that and put up two assists like you did tonight... I'm all on board for that. He's quickly becoming someone I always love having on the ice. Um, Linus Allmark, who was also a bit of a question mark with that bug, quietly having a great game. The only goal he gave up is a very hard one to give up, you know? Orlov, you feel bad that that puck is coming hot around the boards. He wants to play it on his backhand, and he kind of plays it more like a ping pong bump or a pinball bumper and it bumps right into the slot for Makachuk who's not going to miss from there so you know I you can't even blame Omar for giving up that one but he was just stupendously solid all the way around tonight Brad Marchand getting a nicely needed goal after scoring in um the last few games of the season he only had one goal in his last 18 prior um but that goal he scored tonight, Alex Lyon is going to want to have back very badly. I'll give credit where credit is due to Florida. They played a great game for the first 40 minutes, putting a lot of pucks on net, maybe not necessarily high danger chances. In the first 20, more so, the Bruins didn't do a great job of clearing out the net front. And I was watching on the ESPN broadcast, and I will say Ray Ferraro did a great job talking about how well the Panthers get the puck back to the point, shoot it, and then let the um, net front rebound do its thing. They crashed the net, and the Bruins were having a hard time boxing out in the first period. They clearly made the adjustment in the second period and weren't giving up as many grade A chances. And by the third period, it just became a shutdown defensive clinic for the Bruins taking away basically the entire middle of the ice the entire neutral zone I can't remember aside from again one weird turnover that Linus Allmark saves aside from that one weird turnover late in the third I can't remember when the Panthers had a really 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 great chance where I was like oh crap they might score on this so no Bergeron no problem the Bruins just methodically plot along they find a way Welcome back, Nick Foligno. Welcome back, Derek Forbert. I guess that maybe compensates a little bit that you're not putting up Jacob Lauko, who, with this bug, he lost eight pounds from what we heard earlier this morning. That's got to suck when you need that muscle mass to take checks in a league and to lose eight pounds like that. That's got to suck. So great to have Fliggy back. Uncle Nick. Finally, after a long time making his return, and Derek Forbert, the ultimate PK man for the Bruins, though the Bruins did fine on the PK on their own. <laughs> they killed, what, 43 of the last 44 penalties? Just incredible. Just incredible. Um, maybe not the most entertaining game all the way around, but I don't think that's the way the Bruins want it. They want to just play their methodical game, score the goals they need to, shut down a, um, your opposition, Take the dub, 
There's no, no more two points. It's take the dub and just move along. And that's what the Boston Bruins did tonight. They might not have played the flashiest game, but that's not what they're looking to do. Bergeron, I would expect to be back for game two. If he was a game time decision tonight, I'd expect him to be back for game two in Boston two days from now. Allmark will probably get the net again. Before I wrap it up on here, there's one more line, or I guess a combination of people that I want to talk about tonight, and that's the bottom six in, in some part. Mainly Charlie Coyle, Trent Frederick, and Garnet Hathaway, who to me were just all over the ice. I know the Bruins technically scored a fourth goal. It should have come off the board, rightfully so. Hathaway did kind of knock Lions glove as much as that puck isn't necessarily secure in Lions's glove once it's in the glove regardless like that play should be dead but the two-on-ones Coyle and Frederick had as much as Lion came up huge they took major advantage of one thing that I noticed Florida trying to do a lot in this game and is activate their D really really low really early and that led to a lot of odd man rushes for the Bruins in the at least in the first 20 minutes probably first 25 minutes Lyon definitely had to stand on his head and make some great saves but credit to Coyle and Frederick and Hathaway who I think were omnipresent just playing consistent Bruins hockey Bruins hockey giving us one more thing to celebrate on Marathon Monday the final score from round one game one Boston 3, Florida 1. We'll be back after game 2 here on the Big Bad Bees Podcast Network and the Fans First Sports Network. I'm Jake Reiser. Talk to you soon.